would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Optimum Golf. Take your game to the next level this offseason at Denver's best indoor virtual facility in the Park Hill and Rhino neighborhoods. Book your tee time today at TheOptimumGolf.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in a longtime friend and my former radio partner, Mike Pritchard, now does a ton of media work out in Las Vegas. Covering the Raiders is one of those things that he does. Of course, you remember him winning a national championship here at Colorado, also is a first-round draft pick by the Atlanta Falcons, and he spent a short amount of time with the Broncos along with many other NFL teams. How are you, Pritch? I'm good. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling as a wide receiver that uh, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill got paid? You know, I like to think of it as paving the way for those guys. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. No, it's incredible. <laughs> it's, it really is. I mean, to think like the advertised number for Tariq is like $30 million, right? Yeah, uh, We all know from a guarantee standpoint and how many years he's going to play, and they'll probably restructure and all that. But, no, it, it really is uh, a new precedent, a new age. I mean, I think that we knew the league was going in that direction because they wanted an emphasis. They put an emphasis on scoring. Uh, and now the receivers are getting paid for that because they are an integral part of what takes place on the field each and every Sunday. Okay, anytime a topic comes up about wide receiver, I bring your name up, as you and I used to go back and forth jokingly about the wide receiver being a dependent position. Okay, And at the end of the day, Devontae Adams is, is fantastic. So is Tyreek Hill. But with that, quarterback's going to be number one. If you had to pay players in order of position, quarterback being number one, where does wide receiver fall on that list? Obviously, number two. Oh, stop it! <laughs> there, there's no debate oh, about it. Stop there's it. no. Look at the salaries. Look at the salaries. You're going to have a debate about that. Who are you going to debate with? Who would you rather have, Tyreek Hill or Joey Bosa, okay, an edge rusher? Who's paid more? I would that, rather have Tyreek. That, that's not what I asked. Who would you rather have? I would rather. I would rather have Tyreek. You know what? I can't go down this road with you anymore because I'm, I'm, I'm because you know what? You're going to look at me and go wait like you wait. You're going to give me the wait. Let's talk no, about I'm not, no. I'm not. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. How yeah. many sacks did Joey have last year? I'll just pick any top edge rusher. Any okay. guy, any guy who pressures the quarterback. Sure. Okay. How many touchdowns did Cooper Cup have last year? Oh, so you're picking the best of the bunch. Well, you're talking about you're trying to pick the best too. Like we can take any average yeah. pass rusher, and right. they don't have double digit sacks. But if we're talking about the elite players, and obviously we're talking about Tariq, we're talking about Cooper Cup, we're talking about these guys, Devontae Adams, who's making that kind of money. And you paved the way for them. Let's talk about the division. 
Now with all of these changes, Mason and I have had this conversation earlier today. Take away the Chiefs schedule, which is a buzzsaw, meaning as a first place schedule, they get the Bills, they get the Titans. Who else do they get? Uh, the, well, the, the Bengals. They, well, the thing is, everybody in the AFC West gets the AFC South. Right. So right. they all get the Titans. Right. And they all get, they get, everybody gets the NFC West, so they all get the Rams, the Niners, right. Seahawks. But the extra the, games. But the extra three games right. for the Chiefs are Cincinnati, right. Buffalo, yeah. and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Whereas for the, the Raiders, for example, getting the second place teams, the Raiders would get... Um, Pittsburgh, New England, yep. and New Orleans. Okay. So, so there's a difference there. So with that, take away the schedule. And I understand that it's all about what your record is. In terms of rosters right now, of the four teams, who are top to bottom, best teams one to four. Not not in terms of schedule, because we know they're going to have to play. You know, right. So, okay, so who has the best rosters as of right now? I mean, if we're talking one through 53... Uh, well, I, t- I you, you can go to... top, guys, if you want to. Well, no, I, I would go the Chargers, probably, yep. at number one. Yep. Um, I would go... Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I think... The other three are equal. I, I think right now the Chargers have the best roster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And everybody else is pretty much because you, you got you got everybody else in transition. I mean, I think uh, the Chiefs are going to be in transition. Certainly, the Raiders kind of are with a new coach too. Uh, and then if you throw in what the Broncos have done, a new head coach, unproven. Uh, um, same kind of situation right there. So I, I think everybody else is equal. I think the Chargers are ahead of everybody because of the continuity aspect uh, and the fact that they have that quarterback and they've added to that roster with some really, really great players there. So you mentioned Chargers ahead, but everyone else kind of equal. What Between the Broncos, Raiders, and Chiefs, what's going to separate one of them from the other two? I think if it comes together from for the Raiders' standpoint, um, they have a chance to win the division. To be honest with you, I agree. Uh, I think you know the whole relationship with uh, D. Carr and Devontae Adams. That that thing is is kind of the added element that I think the Raiders have been missing in terms of the continuity. Um, uh, you throw in the head coach, play caller. Uh, if they get that in sync with Josh McDaniels, you know that that's off the charts too. And you can't forget about Chandler Jones being added to Max Crosby. I mean, Eric, you were just talking about uh, edge rushers right yeah. there. I mean, that that combination could be deadly too. So, um, uh, Rocky Sin is in the back end too, and they got some young talent on the back end. So, yeah, I, I put the the Raiders with a really great chance of winning the division if it comes together. Right? A lot has to happen, I think, in Denver. Certainly, Russell and, and Hackett uh, being on the same page. Uh, and then out there with the Chiefs, I, I think it's trending the other way with that football team at this point. We're talking with Mike Pritchard. Covers the Raiders out in Las Vegas. Used to be my radio partner, and fortunately for him, he escaped to Las Vegas to get away from me. You remember him winning a national championship with the Buffs. Also played a long time in the NFL, and he was drafted eight rounds before I was in the NFL draft as he was a first-round pick. Let's talk about Josh McDaniels. As people in Denver still have PTSD about this guy. 
we know he's a brilliant offensive mind. What mm-hmm. gives you an indication other than him saying, I've changed, that he truly has changed? Oh, you know, that, that remains to be seen. Um, people can talk about that all the time, right? People can talk about changing all the time, but until you see it, until there's evidence of it, you really won't know. Uh, I, you, you have an experience like he had out there in Denver. Uh, obviously, you're going to have to change. You're going to have to uh, create your own identity. Uh, and, and I'll tell you this much. I, I think for, for his position, he's going to have to earn the respect of a team that went to the playoffs last year. I mean, I know he's gotten rid of a lot of players or didn't sign back, but he's retained uh, the core group of players that went to the playoffs last year. So uh, in my opinion, I, I think he's going to have to earn their respect and, 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 and establish that credibility. So for his sake, I, I'm, I'm sure and, and you know, you're hopeful that he has changed. Um, and he's admitted to his faults out there in Denver. He admitted to not being involved or engaged with everybody in the building and, and being in his own world. So uh, we'll see if that happens, if it plays out that way later on this year. Um, looking at what the Raiders did do in terms of their moves, which was more important, adding Devontae Adams or re-signing Max Crosby? Adding Devontae Adams. I mean, the, the Raiders, they haven't had a playmaker like that since, I mean, you got to go back to Tim Brown. Yeah, yeah you got to go back to Jerry Rice and Tim Brown at the same time. I mean, this guy is a premium player. I mean, uh, I don't know how much you've watched uh, of Green Bay, but he is he is phenomenal. He really is. Uh, he's going to be a big play threat. He's also going to be a threat in the red zone. And then the compliment to Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller and, and, and certainly um, Drake, uh, Kenyon Drake, when he gets healthy. Uh, they, the Raiders, they have a pretty potent offense right there. The only questions would be offensive line, similar to what's going on out there in Denver. Uh, they can solidify that. Uh, I think from a passing standpoint, from a play-calling standpoint, uh, it could be off the charts out here in Vegas. High praise for Devontae Adams coming from another wide receiver, but who would you rather have, Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill? Devontae Adams. Why? He can do more. He can do more. Tyreek, Tyreek is just a speed guy. He's a speed guy uh, who creates big plays, um, and he's a gimmick guy. I mean, he's not a, a polished route runner. Yeah. Uh, he's not a guy that, you know, if it's third and eight, you can count on him creating separation all the time. Yeah. Uh, but he is a big play threat. He really is. I, I think the complement of Kelsey and, and others and certainly the unicorn that they have a quarterback uh, made a big difference for him. Um, but in terms of route running, big play ability, catching, line up all over the field, um, can make tough catches, can get open, can can get first downs, can get touchdowns, and do everything necessary. That's, that's Devontae Adams, hands down. I am sure you have talked about this on your show. Um, is there a better quartet of skill position players in the league than what you have in Las Vegas? Jacobs, Adams, Renfro, and Waller. Yeah, it, it gets tough to see that. How do you cover those of, guys? I mean, seriously. I, I don't know. Right, and then you throw in the play caller who has six yeah. ball rings. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's pretty exciting uh, what could happen. Again, but it's all on paper, right? Um, you know, I think the world of, of Eric Bieniemy and certainly um, Andy Reid and, and what they've done, but, but I, I think that window is closing, whereas other teams within the division, uh, I go back to the Chargers and what they're doing, 
uh, in addition to the Raiders. I, I mean, that, that window could be opening right there. And so uh, you look at the landscape of the entire AFC, uh, you have to do this. It, it is nuts right now. I mean, think of the Patriots as probably the 11th or 10th best team yes. in the conference now. Right. Um, as opposed to what it used to be. And so uh, times are changing. It, it always evolves this way, uh, and you got to be ready for it. Uh, and certainly the, the all-in mentality is allowing people to be ready for it. I know you follow the Broncos. Uh, do you think the Broncos make the playoffs? And it's not even meant to sound like a silly question because you have 12 to 13 legitimate teams in the AFC mm-hmm. that can make the playoffs. I mean, if you took three of them and stuck them in the NFC, I think they'd all make it. Right. We'll count on a mistake from a first-year head coach. Yep. Count on some of those coming yep. from Hackett. Right. Uh, count. Come on. You know. Count on um, an injury or two. I. I think the Broncos' defense is pretty good, but it. it you know. It, it's not. It's not the Chargers, uh, and certainly it's not what the Raiders can have on paper either. Um, but I, yeah, it gets very interesting right there. I mean, if you if you count on a few blunders, I, that's going to be dicey whether or not they make the playoffs. Okay, one more quick thing uh, before we go. Uh, you and I are going to be playing golf in Vegas in about three weeks, and I'm hope and, and I'm hoping you will agree to this because I have always said the quarterback makes the wide receiver, and you have said foolishly the wide receiver makes the quarterback. I'm going to give you two strokes aside. And whoever wins goes on the other one show, if you would ever invite me, and says <laughs> the, what the other person always says. On the record. Mm. On the record. Mm-hmm. Two strokes aside. Really, is that, is that, I mean, really? That's what we're talking here? Are you saying you're so bad you need more? Yeah, I mean, come on, man. I mean, do you still I'm have that big challenge. hook? Do you st- do you still like aim like if if noon is straight ahead? Do you are you still at about like nine thirty ten o'clock with your foot placement? It could be eight, depending on if there's a house <laughs> nearby. Um, and eight, so you're yeah, so, so you're not facing the fairway at all, right? It, it depends on if there's like a nice house nearby or something like that. Yeah, right. absolutely. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do damage to. How many strokes trip. do you need? How many strokes do you uh, need? Let me let me cons- let me think about that. I mean, you can't put me on the spot like right now. I got to think about that. Well, I just did put you on the spot. So how many strokes do you That's need? What I'm saying I'm going to get off the spot and let me think about it. Okay. All right. All right. Pritch. Thanks for your time, as always. I'll see you in three weeks, pal. All right. Sounds good, guys. See you, man. What, uh, what do we have coming up on the final word? Coming up on Just In Case You Missed It, the Colorado Avalanche hosting the Vancouver Canucks this evening, and Adidas launching a new NIL network that uh, could be paying a ton of student-athletes. We'll talk about that next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports.